What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. As we're going a little early today because, of course, it is Breeders' Cup Draw Day. So we got a lot going on on the site. So apologize if you'd like to watch this show in the evening or at night, wherever you're located. Not going to happen today, but we are on anyway here at noon. Papa Dude, are you excited uh, for the show today? You know what? I'm pretty excited for the Breeders' Cup on Saturday. Too. I don't care much about it on Friday. And that's in that when the two year olds mostly yep. run. Yeah, I don't care about that one too much. But at the, the Saturday one is very exciting. Yeah, it I mean, is. I, I'm pumped. Uh, like I said, we got a lot going on today on the website for the Breeders' Cup. Uh, we got Magic Mike coming on right after this show. They'll be on covering opening day at Del Mar. So, not a Breeders' Cup show, but still a pick four that they're going to cover there at Del Mar. That's pretty important. And then uh, later tonight, when this show normally airs, we'll have a Breeders' Cup uh, draw reaction show live for you. The whole gang will be here. And by the way, you're going to be in the guide, uh, the Breeders' Cup guide. You're going to have your picks. So oh, yeah, you got to you got to get ready for that. Well, I've got to I got to have a list of them. When am I going to get that? Well, that'll be coming up. Uh, well, about four and a half hours. Uh, oh. We'll be drawing all the races. So well, it takes me uh, about. 45 minutes so. <laughs> you've done very well on our guides though so yeah i have I, I i decided not to spend a whole lot of time on it and just kind of go with ones i've heard of and go from there you know since i started doing this i mean i was an avid follower of horse racing and this has gotten me so busy that i haven't watched a lot of horse racing which is one of my loves that's for yeah. sure and uh i'm really look i, I i've kind of cleared a little Part of my schedule on Saturday, uh, college football is not as good this week as usual. Sooners don't play, so I'm going to take some of that in. And I think I heard that the uh, Classic is in prime time. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. That, that would be right. Uh, I think yeah. it would go off at like 5.30 Pacific time, which would be 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. So, yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's that's the good thing about it, being out on the West Coast. Uh, you, yeah. know, you do get those time slots like that. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pumped for it. I, I I've done all the prep work. I'm done until they draw now. You know, so oh, that's always a good so, feeling. Yeah, good. that's good. Always I'm, good feeling. I'm gonna relax a little bit this afternoon before they oh, draw. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, no, you've been swamped. Yeah, I know. It's been it's been a whole week. Uh, you know, mm. leading up to this, just swamped, and we'll we'll be busy. You know, this coming week as well. Sure. But it's all worth it. It's all really exciting. It's it's fun. It's gonna be out at Del Mar in uh, san diego and that's i mean you can't beat that so yeah that's well, a tough place to have to go right yeah yeah i know yeah i'm real wow. sad about it uh yeah i'll be live in del mar on thursday right. uh you know when we do the show we'll still do the show on thursday but i'll be live from the airbnb by the way i am at my house but the wife has moved my desk i hate yeah. this backdrop We're yeah, I, didn't like, I didn't i thought you were in a different room no, I'm in the same room, but she's changed my desk around, and oh, yeah. it's getting changed back. So, <laughs> well, my uh, Sandy's been wanting to change my situation around a little bit too, and I just haven't got 
let her do that yet. I was yeah, thinking just, about maybe turning it. If I turn it around, then I have all my blues, St. Louis blues stuff would be in the well, I'm saving that for, for yeah, hockey. You save that. You save that for hockey season. Uh, for hockey season, that's right. Yeah, it looks like I'm in a closet. It really does. I, I don't does. like this at all. Uh, <laughs> why did she move your desk? She got three big monitors, and so she actually took over my desk until her new one gets here. So this is just temporary, but it ain't gonna work. <laughs> well, for, I'll, I'll for have a different. Don't know. Uh, they share an office together, right? Now, and yeah. this hasn't been that way. Well, you've had the same office, but Heather's at home now working, yeah. and it's gonna be interesting to see how this works out over time. When did she start? Uh, October, first of October. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it took less than a well, it took a month exactly, and I've been moved. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'll probably be moved back uh, for, for shows and stuff like that. <laughs> and, and Mark says, temporary becomes permanent with women. Yeah, could be. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, she ordered a desk from Ashley Furniture. And if you've ever ordered anything from there, it may be three months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting over here, so we'll see how it goes. But uh, anyway, yeah, we're, we're, we're very excited. We got a lot going on, but we got to get to the sports. We got to get we'll that do. For me, anyway, going to get it knocked out before the, all the Breeders' Cup stuff yeah. starts. Um, let's start with the, the game tonight, the Monday night football game between the Giants and the Chiefs. Got to be completely honest with all the listeners. I, I just I'm having a hard time caring about this game. Uh, number one, I think it's a, a bad game. Could be a blowout. And number two, I know I'm not going to watch any of it because I'm going to be working on Breeders' stuff, uh, Breeders' Cup stuff all night. But we'll start with it anyway. Chiefs now ten and a half point favorite. I mean. Is this is this any kind of game at all tonight? Well, it shouldn't be yeah. when you look at the talent of the two teams, and it's a must-win for Kansas City. It's a nothing game for the Giants. I don't know what the weather is. It says 39 and rain in Kansas City, I think, there. I mean, mm -hmm. come on. What motivation do the Giants have except they're on TV on Monday night, you know, prime time? If the Chiefs don't blow them out or win comfortably, you know – they got problems. I mean, we know living where we do that they they obviously we hear a lot about them, so they do have problems. Must win for the Chiefs. I don't think we need to spend much time on this. I think they come out and, and get it done tonight and move on. I hate to all, like discourage betting on the dudes who bet sports show, but I don't like <laughs> this game just doesn't seem too attractive because you have the Giants who who should just you know, I mean, this shouldn't be a game, but you have the Chiefs who have really struggled all year. Yeah. And and even when they play well and win, they struggle to cover. Yeah. I think they've only covered once. Yeah, it's just not real attractive. Now, I do think, I mean, logic tells you the Chiefs are going to cover. Maybe the rain plays a little bit of a factor tonight right. and it keeps the game a little closer. I don't know. but I think the over-under is interesting, 52. Yeah, what do you think of it? I think that's too low. Yeah. Because the Chiefs' defense is awful. Yep. Uh, the Giants have scored a little bit. Um, they might be thinking the Chiefs haven't been playing very well on offense. That's possible. Yeah. So, but I, the 10 and a half scares me. That's a lot of points to bet on a three and four team, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. And I, I think, I, I think that 52 is the over under, by the way. And I, again, though, what, will the weather play any kind of factor into that? Mm, possible. I don't know. You know, I mean, will the weather keep the score down? Will it be a blowout? And and the Giants don't score much. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I still. I, like, I don't trust either one of those teams. But right. yeah, 
I guess if I had to pick a side, it'd be the Chiefs, but you know, I'm not too confident in that one. I don't think I'll be putting any money down on that one no. tonight. All right, let's move on. So we're going to do something a little different today. We are going to go through the scoreboards like we always do, but I'm going to ask you one burning question about each team that we talk about. Oh boy. It's going to be a very, very short answer. This is not like a long answer thing. Like, you know, for example, the Packers will start and I'll give you an example. The Packers go to Arizona, beat uh, the Cardinals 24 to 21 drama at the end of the game, you know, looked like uh, the car, the Cardinals were going to go in there and win. And uh, basically AJ green doesn't turn around when they throw in the ball or, or they would have, but anyway, Packers survived 24-21. So an example of how this will go, I'll say, okay, Papa Dude, Packers, are they now the favorite to win the NFC? No, I don't think so. Uh, I've looked at their schedule. This was their best win. Yeah. No question about it. And, you know, very impressive. And, and as we talked about last Thursday, what did we say? This was a game where you got a classic team that's used to this stuff going in and playing a new newcomer. And that's exactly what happened. The Packers played so hard. Their running backs ran so hard. So you had a team that knew they were missing a couple of receivers. They had to win in another way. And they did. And that makes them very, very impressive. If you haven't noticed though, the NFC is loaded with really, really good teams so it's all probably going to boil down to who gets home field advantage uh, down the stretch because you've got the Packers, you've got the Cardinals, you got the Rams. Uh, am I leaving somebody out? I um, mean, pretty much every Tampa, team in the Tampa. NFC is, is – I lost, Tampa, lost – I left Tampa out. Yes. So you've got those teams. Uh, you've even got to throw the Saints in there. Mm -hmm. uh, very impressive, but they lost their quarterback yesterday, and that's going to make a difference, I think, somewhat, although his statistics weren't real good. And you got somebody that's going to come out of that. Uh, it, 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 no, I'm thinking the wrong league. I, I tell you, folks, I have got so many statistics in my head because I've done playoff projections for both the AFL and NFL. But anyway, back to the Packers. I don't, I don't think they're 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 quite in the category of the Rams and maybe Tampa, but they're going to be tough to beat. You're forgetting about the Cowboys. That's the team That's who I'm forgetting about. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, I don't we'll think there's, we're going to get to them in a minute too. Very impressive. Uh, yes. Very week. impressive win. And we'll get to them. Yeah. Like yeah, I said, I would think the Packers are about. Oh, three, maybe in the NFC. I mean, it's tough. The NFC is tough. There's no question the NFC looks to be the toughest division by far. The AFC does not look to stack up, and we have some injury news we'll talk about a little bit later that makes that even worse for the AFC. We'll get to that in a second. Cardinals, this was kind of a heartbreaking loss for them. Uh, coming out of this game, do they kind of go on a little bit of a downward spiral, or do they shake this one off and, and get right back to business? Well, that's the big question because we've been Should waiting. I for them. Yeah, I know we've been waiting for them to lose. I don't think any of us are real sold on them. I thought that was a great comeback they made, though. And that was a fantastic drive down the field to win that game. I honestly think the receiver didn't get to play. Yeah, I think he he was blocking. I thought, mm -hmm. and I think they just okay. What did we talk about on Thursday? Law of averages. And I think the law of averages got him. Critical game this week. Got to go to San Francisco. 
It's going to be a tough one. They've got they that'll will that'll tell us a lot about them. Yeah, I agree. That's going to be a big time game for them. They're going to have to bounce back uh, and get over this one quickly. I think they will, but we'll see what yeah. happens. Yeah. All right, Panthers and the Falcons. Uh, the Panthers go to Atlanta. Gosh, I thought Atlanta was kind of starting to turn it around. I mean, a little bit playing better. They get beat to the Panthers who were playing awful. Uh, we will group this question into one. Do either one of these teams have a shot to make the playoffs? No, let's go to the next. Okay. That's see, that's what I want right there. Quick and easy answer. All right. right, The bills were sleepwalking through most of this game, but they went ahead and beat the dolphins 26 to 11. Uh, I don't have any questions asked for the dolphins. Their season is over. I don't, I don't think you need to confirm that for us. About the Buffalo Bills, I'll ask the same question I asked about the Packers, but now for the Bills, are they the favorites to win the AFC, in your opinion? Well, they're very, very good. You know, we've got to see a little bit more games before we can really get a favorite. They're a 100% lock for the playoffs and to win the division. Let's go with that. Yeah, I think you're right about that. We'll see on the AFC. There's a couple other teams that are interesting we'll get to in a second. All right, 49ers, uh, this was a pretty competitive game. I thought the Bears played hard. I thought the Niners did too. Uh, they get the job done 33-22. to 22. Uh, The 49ers question, they're now 3-4. and four. They're in that tough NFC. Any shot of the, at the playoffs for the 49ers? They got the next two weeks are going to decide it. They got home games with the Cardinals and the Rams. Yep. If they win both of those at home, they're 5-4. and four. They're back in the hunt for a wild card. I don't think they can win the division. They're too far back. But here's the deal with the Niners. Are they good enough? Yeah. I, I don't think so. I think if they were in the AFC, maybe they'd have a shot. That NFC is tough. It's going to be tough to make the playoffs. I'm afraid somebody's going to have, a, or maybe a couple teams, are going to have pretty decent records and not get in this year uh, from that NFC. All right, the Bears, they lose, but they didn't play too bad. Fields played decent. Uh, they're now three and five. I don't think they're a playoff team. The question is, will Matt Nagy, the head coach of Chicago, make it until the end of the season? Oh, that's a good one. I <laughs> uh, haven't really studied that too much. Um, are you going to blame him for this fiasco? They don't have a quarterback. I, you know, I don't know how you can blame him. I'm going to go, yes, he makes it. I don't think he will. Okay. <laughs> He's gone. Well, you've studied it more than I have. I have. <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see what yeah. happens. Uh, you know, it just kind of depends on if the general manager or owner wants to fire midseason or wait till the end. All right. Oh, I didn't want to talk about this one. Uh, Pittsburgh and another team that's just a franchise that's a winner versus a franchise that's a loser. It's the only way you can explain this one. Pittsburgh goes into Cleveland and wins 15 to 10. They fake a field goal in the second half. They don't get it. It was a terrible call. And then the kicker gets injured because he just got the shit knocked out of him. Mm-hmm. So they play the whole rest of the game without a kicker, and they still win 15-10. to 10. Uh, This win by Pittsburgh. Are they now a contender to win the division after this yep. After this one? Definitely. You hit the nail right on the head. You got a, you got a franchise here that knows how to win. And what has happened is – Cleveland's led them back into the hunt. Yep. I don't think Cincinnati is as good as we think. And that's pretty obvious to say after they tanked it. So we'll get to them in a minute. So to answer your question, yes, they are good enough to win the division. Yeah, there they are right there. And with the Browns, my answer, I know, but I want to know yours. They're now four and four. They got a lot of tough games left. 
Are the Browns done? Do they have very little shot to make playoffs? Because I think they have very little shot now. Put a fork in them. I agree. They had to win that game yesterday, and they choked. Yeah. I text my cousin after that game and said, well, hopefully they blame it all on Mayfield and they get rid of him and we don't have to watch this disgusting franchise anymore. I'm so sick of it. I mean, and listen, I'm not going to sit here and say Mayfield played a great game, but I mean, they had, they, they Landry drops two passes. Landry yes. fumbles a ball once in the red zone. Yes. OBJ is a joke. They totally need to get rid of him. He has another drop yesterday that killed him. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just are losers. I'm sorry. I'm I am completely over the Browns. It Magic, you know, his team, we'll talk about them next, yeah. I guess. <laughs> he's got the he's got the the bag that he wear he wore on the Magic Mike show. I need a bag this week for the Browns. There. Well, you know, Mayfield made that scramble, made that great run. Yep. Playing hurt. Didn't yep. matter. Dives head first, you know, knocks him clear into the dead guy. Yeah, late hit that wasn't called, but go wasn't ahead. Called. Yeah. Gets up. Does he bitch about the call? No. no. He gets up with emotion. Most teams yeah. rally around that. Yeah. No, and then the, the next play, he throws a 15-yard pass to Landry. They're inside the 20, and he fumbles the damn ball. That's right. So and then they get it back. Their defense actually stops somebody. They get mm-hmm. it back. Mm-hmm. They're driving. Mm-hmm. OBJ. Wide open, drops it. Landry, wide open, drops it. It's fourth and 12. I think, well, we're screwed. About They're on about the 25, I think. Mayfield has time, steps up in the pocket, throws a dart to Landry, drops it. I right. mean, they're Got losers. I'm sorry. That's the only way I can describe them. On the, I watch them for three and a half years now, every game. Yeah. This is not new. They do yeah. this every year. Yeah. They have games like this. One more thing before we move on. On the, on the Beckham one. Is that the one where he tried to catch it one-handed? Yeah. Yeah, the ball was right to him. And he just put damn up. ball. Yeah. Well, I think he saw a guy coming, and he didn't give it any kind of effort. No. I mean, this guy's supposed to be, like, this superstar player. He just – I mean, he barely had to jump to get his hand on the ball. He goes right. up with two hands. It's a catch. Well, who knows if he would have caught it or not. But he didn't really try. And that's – to me, I would, I would get rid of him. I would, I mean, too. He's he's no he's no value to them. No, he's none. So anyway, let's move on. Um, you could tell I was I've been pissed about that for for a day now. Uh, let's move on. Sorry, Magic. Oh, <laughs> Philadelphia forty four, Detroit six. Really, what the hell? Uh, just baffling. We'll start with the Lions. We talked about how we thought they could win this game. Maybe another one. How about now? The Lions win a game this year. They got Chicago on Thanksgiving. That's it. <laughs> you know, I looked at the stats of this game because I thought, my God, Philadelphia dominated this game. Jalen Hurts had like 105 yards passing. How did they score all these points? <laughs> I got to be they honest. They only had 300 and some yards offense. Bare, barely 300. How in the world did they score? I did not watch this game. Uh, I, I saw. <laughs> I saw. <laughs> Magic. Magic's not happy in the comment section. I saw the score and it was like 24 to nothing, I think. And I thought, well, oh my God, <laughs> they didn't show up. I don't know what happened to that, to be no, completely honest. Uh, the Eagles win. They're three and five. I mean, any any shot at all of salvaging, maybe getting back in the playoff hunt for the Eagles or no? Well, I just wrote an article about uh, the playoff projections that we'll probably post tomorrow on the NFL, and I think what they've got to play for is to see who finishes second in that division and just to win as many games as you can. Yes. Yeah. Three and five is about what they are. Yeah. 
All right, big news coming out of this one. It was a it was a great game between the Titans and the Colts. The Titans pulled out 34-31 in overtime. This game had had gosh so many highs and lows for both teams. But the major news this morning uh, that broke Derrick Henry, who I think was having an MVP type season. Well, no, no question, he was having an MVP type season. Could be out for the season with a foot injury. Uh, before this news, I thought, okay, Titans, AFC. They might be the team coming out of it. They're looking really, really good. With this news now, uh, I had to change the question on you. Can yeah. the Titans overcome this, or is it too much for them to overcome? Well, they suddenly are going to change their entire personality. Yep. You know, they've lost their personality, which is pound, pound, pound with the best running back in the NFL. So I think they are still 100% locked to win the division. I think they're good enough to do that but they're not a Super Bowl contender, I don't think, without him. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that's just gut-wrenching to hear that one. I yeah. hated to hear it. Uh, he's so fun to watch. I mean, even if you don't like the Titans, just watch him. My gosh, he is he is a lot of fun to watch. So, um, yeah, I hate it. I hate that for him but uh, and for the Titans. But Is um, it is it 100% now? That it's he not is- 100%, but it's it says likely. So, I mean – yeah. You know, maybe they get him back for the playoff if they if yeah. they make it or something like oh, that. They're, they're going to make it. Yeah, they, they at least they've got a little bit of a lead over some of these other ones in the division. And speaking of that, the Colts are now three and five. You know, they're playing better. They played pretty well yesterday at times. Uh, Carson Wentz was just so erratic in that game. But now with the news that, you know, the Titans have lost Derrick Henry, can the Colts climb back into this or, or the two losses to the Titans too much to overcome? Yeah, I think they're three games behind him. Look to Tennessee's schedule. It's not it's not off. They can win games without Henry against some of the teams they got left. I don't think they can catch him. I don't think and the Colts' schedule is pretty tough. I don't think they can make a wild card either. I just don't see them doing it. All right, let's move on to this shocking score of the week. Uh, If we had if we had an award for that, this would win it. The Jets beat the Bengals after the Bengals pull off a huge win against the Ravens at Baltimore last week. They go to New York and lose to the Jets 34 to 31. The Jets have now beaten the Titans and the Bengals, two teams that I believe will be in the playoffs uh, by the end of the year. Do you agree, though, with the Bengals? Is, is this a loss that brings them back to reality and now they struggle to make the playoffs or will they bounce out of this? Well, I think they're going to come back to this at the end of the season and say this is a game that cost me the playoffs. I really do. You you can't lose to the Jets. I, I, I just can't throw my hat in the ring for the Bengals when they lose this game. You just can't do it. So I don't know if they're mature enough yet. You know, I don't know yeah. whether they can handle prosperity. Yeah. I think you might be right. They, they, they certainly, you know, they almost lost to Jacksonville on a Thursday night. If you remember yeah. that uh, oh, game, they had to come, yeah, they had to come wait from, from behind to win 24 to 21. All right. How about the Jets? Who else are they going to beat, Papa Dude, <laughs> that oh, might cost them a playoff shot? Hang on here. I'll have to look. I don't, I, I'm sure they got a dog on here somewhere. Let's see. Uh, Houston. They go to Houston. Well, I think they'll beat them. Yep. They got the Eagles at home. They could beat them. Yep. Uh, Miami at home. Oh, yeah. So see, and they got to go to Miami, and they got Jacksonville. Hell, they may make the playoffs. 
I don't but think you know, so, they could right? win four or five of those. You know, they yeah, could. for sure. Who who is it? Name a team. Do you still have their schedule up there? If you do, name me a team that they're playing. Uh, you know, at home that's decent that they could beat and and really hurt their chances. Oh, the Jets. Let's yeah. see here. They're not going to beat Buffalo, New Orleans. Yeah, that could be one. Yep. yep. I don't think they're going to beat Tampa. No. So that's about it. New Orleans is. We'll get to in a minute. And that would be a team that they could. That's going to be a team that's going in there needing to win. So that would be definitely fit the mold of the two teams they've beaten so far (laughs) at home. All right. The Rams now seven and one, they go and take care of business 38 to 22 against the Texans. I have no question for the Texans there. It's just, they're very irrelevant. They're like the lions, but the Rams are now seven and one. Um, and they traded for Von Miller today. That was breaking news about 30 minutes before we came on the air. Von Miller now a Ram. They traded a second-round draft pick to get him. Uh, you know, we were kind of talking off-air. Watts Von Miller got left. Quick look at the stats. He does have four and a half sacks so far this year. I think he adds a lot to their defense. Rams are 7-1. and one. They now have Von Miller. Are they the favorites to win the NFC? One of the two for me. Yeah. Them and Dallas uh, rides moment for me. Uh, the the favorites. And here's the difference between the Rams and the Bengals. Look at the score after three quarters against the Texans. Right. 38, yeah, 38 to nothing. Yeah. yeah. Now Houston's worse than the Jets. Mm-hmm. But still, they went in there and they took care of business. And yep. that's, what a, that's what a playoff team does. Vaughn Miller is going to make a world of difference. I mean, not a difference. They're already great. But he's just going to give them another piece. If he's got anything left, like you say. If if I had to bet right now, I would bet the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I, I just think they've got all the pieces, and now they just got to go out there and do it. But yeah. I, I really believe it's it's their theirs to lose now. So we'll see yeah. if they can kind of keep on progressing. Like I said, they've already been really, really good this year. You they, may say that about them even if right. they didn't make that. Their, their, main chal- their main challenge is holding off the Cardinals. That's right. Yeah. And winning the division and not going in as a wild card. That's right. Yeah. to watch down the stretch. And I think that will happen. I think at the end of the day, they'll they'll get by the Cardinals in that division. Uh, Both teams seven and one, but the Cardinals have the tiebreaker right now, of course, because they beat them. So we'll see if if that can can hold. I'm very skeptical. All right. Let's move on. I tell you what, I think this New England Patriot team, I think they're building something. Uh, they had a really nice win yesterday over the Chargers. All of a sudden, the Chargers, who were at one time four and one and the darling uh, of the AFC, they're now lost two in a row. They're four and three. Right. Patriots, though, we'll start with them. They're four and four. They seemingly get better every week. They the games they've lost have been close. Mm-hmm. Can they scrape their way into this playoff picture and make the playoffs? They're going to go back to that Miami game that they lost. That's a killer. They were sitting at five and three. I would say no doubt they're going to get in as a wild card. I don't think they're as good as the Bills. They've still got to play them twice. Um, it's it's 50-50 whether they make the playoffs or not. They're four and four. Mm-hmm. Their schedule is really tough. Are they quite there yet? I don't know. But you better get them this year because I think they're coming back. So I'm not positive on on what they're going to do. I think they're going to make it. I, I, I so. like how they play, man. They grind yeah. games out. I, I like it. Uh, okay, Chargers, they're now four and three. 
so contenders and pretend or or pretenders moving forward, uh, were they a flash in the pan? Well, I had them buried, uh, and then I looked at their schedule because mm-hmm. I, I just got through doing the conferences and trying to figure out who's going to win the divisions and stuff. So I don't have this in my head, so I got to go through it. I think their schedule's pretty easy, okay, compared to the what the other contenders in the in the AFC West. Okay, they got the Eagles next week in Philly. Okay, if they lose that game, they're done. Yep. They have to win that game. But that's a game they should win. The Vikings come to L.A. They should beat them. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh is in L.A. They should win that game. If they're going to win the division, they got to win that game. Yep. They got two games left with Denver. You have to win them both. They got the Giants in L.A., they got Kansas City in in uh, L.A. Yeah. Uh, they got they got to go to Cincinnati to play the Bengals, but who knows? That's late in the year. Who knows? Well, it's not that late, but still, can they win that? Sure. And they got Vegas, and they got Houston. Well, now, that schedule is if they can get going again, they can win that division. But that's a big if. That schedule is certainly easier than what the yes. Chiefs face, and yes. that's to me still their 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 biggest competition. Even though I know the Raiders are five and two and are leading right now, um, but as Mark says, you know, every time we think teams a real deal, like the Chargers or the Bengals, they kind of throw in the towel. I think the Raiders probably the next team me to too. do that. So if you had if you had to bet a hundred bucks on who wins the West right now, who yeah. would you, who would you pick? Hmm. Well, let's assume it's the Raiders are five and two. Uh, the the Chargers are four and three. Chiefs win tonight. They're four and four, and Denver's four and four. Uh, yeah, Denver out. Yeah, I would not pick Denver. I would pick Kansas City or Los Angeles. I would pick. I would pick Kansas City. Yeah, I think. I think I would. Yeah. I think I would. Yeah, that's. We're gonna find out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can't say he loses tonight, then no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. But Mark says the Raiders. So, <laughs> well, the Raiders have a great shot, Mark. Yeah, they do. They definitely do. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I still don't believe in them. Uh, the Broncos, by the way, they win over the the football team, seventeen to ten. I'm not going to talk about that much. Yeah. I think those two teams aren't aren't really worthy of much discussion. This was a this was a these last two games were the best two games of the day, Definitely. I thought. The Saints picked up a huge win. Even though Jameis Winston gets hurt, they still win 36 to 27. The ghost of Trevor Simeon is back. Yeah. He leads he leads the Saints to a victory over Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Um, we'll start with the Bucs. They're six and two. Is this just kind of a blip on the radar, or or you know, do you think they have some problems? I think defensively they've got some problems. And for some reason they can't beat the Saints. Yeah. So I didn't think they how many penalties? They they had so many penalties yeah. yesterday. And uh I'm assuming that their coach is wearing a heart monitor. Is that what he's got on his <laughs> have you noticed what he's wearing? Yeah, I don't know what that is. If they didn't give him a heart attack yesterday, he don't need to wear that because I would have had a heart attack over there. Some of those penalties were ridiculous. And he's pretty calm. So I think it's kind of a blip, but let's talk about the Saints while we have them. What a yep. big win for them. 
So my question, yeah, huge win. Absolutely yeah. huge. I think Winston's going to be out a while, though. That didn't look good. So that's a factor. So the question I had there, do you lump the Saints in with teams like the Bengals and the Chargers who are like, yeah, not that good? Uh, or do you lump the Saints in of, hey, they, they've got a shot to, to be a primetime contender in the NFC? Pretty impressed with them. The last two weeks, you know, they, they just kind of – they're not real flashy. They just mm-hmm. get it done. Definitely were a contender for the playoffs until this injury. Look at his stats, though. He has no stats. Um, they obviously love him. Yeah. You know, that was obvious. And you yeah. can't put a number on that. They'll, they'll miss him. If they get this uh, Taysom Hill back, which yeah. I he's been he's in concussion protocol, and I think he's due to come back. I think they're going to make the playoffs. I do. They've kind of proven to me they can win with Taysom Hill. They did it last year a little bit. And I mean, Simeon didn't look awful. No, he didn't. But sometimes you see a guy come in mid game, and then when they actually are the starter, it's a different story. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I mean, I, I still don't have a read on the Saints. Uh, all right. Final game uh, of the NFL. What a win for the Cowboys last night. They win 20 to 16 on the road at Minnesota. Um, you know, Minnesota had opportunities and, and just didn't get the job done. But backup quarterback comes in, wins it. 20 to 16, Cowboys win. The question for the Cowboys, and you 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 kind of answered it, but uh, are there them and the Rams, right? That that's your NFC uh, top contenders right now. Definitely. And I thought last night was the sign of a really good team. Yep. They could have went in there and said, piss on this. They got the division once. They don't win another game, probably. So, obviously, in a certain circumstance, I think Prescott would have played. Mm -hmm. But I think they knew that, you know, even if we lose this, we're in great shape. We want him for the rest of the season down the stretch. We don't want to get him hurt. But the way they rallied around uh, the backup quarterback was very impressive. And I saw a lot of emotion over there on that sideline in regards to him that you don't see in the NFL much. Yep. There's a closeness to this team. Of course it helps when you're six and one. Yep. But I, I, I saw Zeke go over there and pat him on the back. I just saw little things that you don't see NFL players do mm-hmm. uh, because quite frankly, NFL players are selfish. <laughs> they really are. It's all about them. It's true. Yeah. It's what makes them so hard to coach because they got more power than you do. But I saw McCarthy show emotion towards this kid. The I guess he's not a kid. The offensive coordinator come out and came out and hug him, hugged yeah. him. There was just a lot of good things I saw from Dallas last night that makes me think they've got their shit together. They're gonna be hard to handle. I think Dallas each week is proving more and more they got the best skill players on offense they in do. the league. They uh, do. Man, CD Lamb and Cooper, those two guys are, are great. They got a good tight end. Zeke yeah. is playing well. And Pollard is a great change of pace yes. back for them, too. And, um, listen, and, obviously, long term, they got to get Dak back. He's got to well, be yeah. healthy. But, and I think he will. Uh, yes. You know, their challenge is this their division is so bad. Mm hmm. How are they going to stay focused? They've got to stay focused. Now they've got tough games scattered through there. They still got to go to Kansas City. They got some tough games. That'll keep them balanced. But last night it was so impressive because you know the game plan was, hey, don't tell the quarterback, don't beat us. He didn't do it. Yep. Manage the game. He did. 
make a play or two. He did. And let your stars help you. And Cooper made a couple of great plays. Yep. And Zeke made a great run down towards this. Can you tell him becoming a Dallas fan? I can't believe this, but I am. I like to watch him. Well, they the winning formula it, it it just worked last night if you're a fan of football and you don't really care about the teams they are fun to watch because yeah. those guys are elite player like you said the zeke play it was third and 12 and they ran a little slant with him for three yards and he got about four yards in, before the first down and, and just broke two tackles and got the first down i mean just right. a, just a great individual play uh, and if he gets stopped, they kick a field goal and it goes in overtime and yeah. who knows. So I agree. They're a lot of fun to watch. I had fun watching them last night. I agree with uh, Russ's comment here too. Yeah. So that, yeah, Russ says opposite of the Chiefs, no, the Cowboys defense is leaps and bounds better uh, this year than last year. That uh, that D plus Prescott, anything can happen. Yeah. yeah. But Russ is at the bottom there. Oh, and then Russell, yeah, that was my question for the Vikings. Uh, Zimmer's clock is ticking, Russ uh, says. Yeah, how about Mike Zimmer? Will he make it until the end of the year after this? Uh, He was kind of on the hot seat anyway. Uh, You got the Chiefs with a backup quarterback in there, and you don't win a game you have to win. Mm -hmm. That's tough on an NFL coach. Well, they – have been in every game they've played this year. They've had a chance and they've blown games. That is tough on any coach anywhere. It is. When you're three and four and you're and your fans can sit there and go, we should be, you know, hell, at least two loss team. You know, maybe exactly. maybe we're not undefeated, but oh. you've only should lose one or two games so far. So yeah. I, I you know, cousins, <laughs> it's just he's just so average that's all you could say at times he's good at times he's terrible he's just an average quarterback and i think that is probably the biggest, biggest it probably problem is. in this yep. game so or for for the for the uh vikings so right all right uh let's see we had a comment i wanted to ask you about before we move on to college football oh sandy says pop dude talk about the refs uh drive you crazy with the calls was there was there something specific uh, yesterday that you were upset about talking about every damn game you watch but i don't i She's got this wrong. I don't really blame the officiating because the damn rules in the NFL are ridiculous. You cannot touch the quarterback. If you hit him in the head, that's a penalty. If you pat him on the back, that's a penalty. If you hit him below the knee, that's a penalty. And it's not, that's not the officials. That's not the officials. And then the replays are just so stupid. And I, I I don't know. I saw a play. Well, let's go on. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the one I really got mad at was the late hit. You know, they protect on Mayfield. They protect quarterbacks like yeah. you were discussing, like yeah. crazy. It's ridiculous. You can't touch him. And then Mayfield scrambles, and he's two yards out of bounds, and he gets m- just nailed, and they don't call it. And it's just like, I, I don't know. But yeah. Well, you know, and I, it was, um, I think the Tampa Gate Bay game. They got a couple of. <laughs> One really, I thought tough. I said Tampa Gay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just, I just, yeah, that's Mama Dude, all right. I just, uh, I don't know. I'd hate to be an official right now. I mean, they're strapped by some of these rules, yeah. rules you know. And it's, you know what? Here's the other thing before we get on with the officiating, because we all get on them. With all the replay and the technology we've got now, 
Yep. Man, they can, you know, they got to make these calls in real time. You know, they don't get to see this slow motion stuff, and we get on them a lot. It's a tough sport. Any 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 type of officiating is tough. Well, to be fair, that's why there is instant replay. Absolutely. And that's why that's why they did that, and yeah. they still don't get it right half the time. So, you mean the replay booth? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I said instant replay. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking about the challenges yeah. and the you know being able to review the plays. Yeah. But you know another thing about officiating in the, in the NFL. How do they keep from getting run over those referees? Man, they got to be right in that action. And here's yeah. these three hundred pound mammoths coming at you. Yeah, it's uh, I don't I I don't mean to get on the officiating. I really don't. Yeah, but I agree with this. An extremely difficult job seems to be no action being taken trying to help them. They no. can't even do a replay correctly. Yeah, Jason, that's that's exactly right. That's Absolutely. what I'm saying. Uh, I, I'm with you. Hell, I couldn't go out there and do it. No way. I, I, I miss things like crazy. But like I said, the replay really hasn't helped us that much. I don't feel like so. No, it's just put more on them, I think. Yeah. Finally, before we move on, the Cousins to Wentz comparison that Mark Heff makes. He thinks Cousins is comparable to Wentz. I agree. They're like, okay, we're good enough quarterbacks to be in the league, but we're yep. also going to get our coaches fired because we're we're not – Good enough to get us over. Good enough. Yeah. Good good comment. Yep. I totally agree with that one. All right. Let's move on to college football. I won't ask you about all the teams with the burning questions, but I'll ask about a few. Uh, Thursday night, Coastal Carolina, they'll get to stay in the top 25 as they beat Troy 35 to 28. Uh, The game we were at wasn't much of a game. OU wins 52 to 21 over Texas Tech team that clearly did not want to be there. Uh, They did not take well to the firing of their coach midweek. Uh, what about Oklahoma? I guess the burning question is here because we, we're not going to talk about them for, for a week now because they're on a bye this coming uh, Saturday. Right, are, are they going to make the playoffs? Yes or no? Well, I think I've got them at 30% chance to make it. They got a three-game gauntlet coming up. Isaac, the Chiefs are going to win the game tonight yes yeah we both games. believe the chiefs will win tonight it's easy tonight Isaac. Yep. Just easy get your popcorn out and just enjoy it <laughs> uh the sooners uh they got baylor which i'm really worried about they got to go down there and then they got iowa state at home and they got to go to stillwater and then they got to win the big big 12 tra- championship game so if i had to guess right now i would say no because they're going to have to be undefeated. I'm not sure they're going to come through that. I just don't know yet. Yeah, I, I think, you know, they got to the bye week 9-0. And, and that's, yeah. you know, so we'll see what happens. I don't know. I, this they have game, a chance. Huh? They have a chance, and a lot of teams don't. So, yeah. The good thing about Oklahoma, their defense got three very important pieces yeah. back for that game. And they looked a lot better, but they also played a shell of a team. Texas tech did not want to be there. No. All right, let's move to Georgia. I mean, this seems to be number one by a mile. They just seem to be the best by a mile, even over Alabama. I think, I think they're going right, to show Alabama who's boss this year. 34, seven went over Florida. I guess the question is for Georgia. I mean, in, does anybody challenge them in the last four games of the year? No, I'm not, not talking about the sec. But the last four games of the regular season, is it? Did they get played within twenty points. 
Well, let's see. They have Missouri. No, they're not yeah. going to. The only place would be at Tennessee. Yeah. And that would just be a game where where some goofy things could happen, which it could. Yeah. You know, I'd hate to think I was – I would be worried if I was 10-0 and and had to go in there. You know, pressure kind of gets to you a little bit. Then they got Charleston Southern, and they got Georgia Tech. So – they really have a one-game season left of the regular season, and that's that game in, at Tennessee. So the answer to your question is no. I don't think anybody plays them within 20. Yeah, and like I said, if they get to that SEC championship game 12-0, and it doesn't really matter if they win or lose. They're going right. to be in the playoff. But yeah. trust me, they will be ready to play Alabama at SEC yeah. championship game because they will have an opportunity to, number one, win that conference and that is such an accomplishment yep. for for anybody and then number two knock alabama completely out of it so yeah it's it's definitely going to be uh a hell of a game that's that's one everybody's pointing to all right let's move on number two cincinnati uh they don't look impressive again but they beat tulane 31 to 12 uh in this game so same question for cincinnati cincinnati that i asked about oklahoma will cincinnati make the playoff they well, you're asking me if they'll make the playoffs. That means you're thinking if they go 13 and 0, they might not make the playoffs. Oh, will they make it? Are they yes. going to go 13 and 0, and will they make it? Yes. Okay. I think yep. they will. Okay. I think they're struggling a little bit. Now, here's the only thing: pressure. It's the pressure of doing something that no other Group of Five team has ever done mm-hmm. gets to them. That's kind of a bother. Yeah. I know that's that's the big question. So uh, we'll see what happens with that one. All right, let's move on. Ohio State, uh, you know, not as impressive as most people thought, but a 33 to 24 win uh, on the or at home, excuse me, against Penn State, a team that had come in struggling. They battled them. Uh, it, so 33 24, they did not cover, as Russ points out. Uh, but they do win the game, 33-24. What did you think of Ohio State's performance here, and can they make the playoffs? Well, they'll have to win them all, mm-hmm. and they got a legitimate shot. And if they do, I think they're in. I think they're in. Uh, did this derail you a little bit in your estimation of Ohio State? Yeah, not really, no. Um, I think they kind of probably heard all week, Oh, they're gonna they're gonna smoke them. Oh, Penn State's not very good, and I think Penn State was prideful and they came back and played yeah. uh, hard and kept this thing close. But not really. They kicked a lot of field goals. That was the big thing. Uh, they they got into the red zone a lot, and they just you know they couldn't get touchdowns, and they got field goals instead, and that that kept it close. But uh, end of the day, no, didn't didn't have me worried yet. And look, they have big games left. They have tough games left. But I'm I'm just not afraid of Michigan or Michigan State. Yeah. And, and I think I think Ohio State's still in really good uh, really good position. All right. Speaking of that, Michigan State comes from behind to beat Michigan 37-33. We left the car to walk to the OU game thinking Michigan had that game won. Got to the stadium and they were behind. <laughs> and that isn't that far of a walk. It's a little ways, so not that far. Uh, all right, Michigan State, can they do it? Do you think they can keep the ball rolling? I I'm still not a true believer. I'm just not. Uh, I hope they do at Curtis or Magic. I really do. I hope so. Um, I just, I think they could get beat this week. 
They go to Purdue. Yep. And they do. And they're only three point favorites. So, you know, interesting. I wrote uh, the latest college article. I don't know whether you're going to cover it. Probably not because we don't have time. But my, what I think the polls should be when the uh-huh. selection committee comes out. Uh, is it tomorrow? I believe it is. Or the first. Uh, I think it's, is it tonight it. or is it tomorrow night? I, I think it's usually Tuesday, but I, I think I, it is too. Yeah, I could be wrong. Michigan State should be number four in that poll, in my opinion. Yeah, and I don't know. I doubt if they will be. What are they here? Eight? Is this up? This isn't updated, is it? Uh no. They, this is not updated. I, think I can like, find it though. Well, I've got it here somewhere. They I are. I think they're five, aren't they? Yeah, they're five. They're yeah. five. Mm-hmm. They are ahead of Ohio State, so. Uh, but anyway, I don't know. It's probably why I don't like them as well is because I'm not used to them being in this position, which is unfair. Mm-hmm. They got a shot, they, and that's all you can ask. They're eight zero, and they're the only undefeated undefeated team in the maybe the best conference in in the country. So you got to hand it to them. Yeah, they've. This was another great win for them, and and like I said, Mark, Mark, I totally agree. You know, Nebraska had this team beat at yeah. Michigan State and couldn't get the job done. I think eventually they're going to lose, but yeah, right Me now, uh, I, I am I'm th- taking Michigan well, State here uh, to to probably. Yeah. I think they'll win this week, but there's some tough games now. That Ohio State game, I I don't know, and I think they got Penn State left too. That'll be tricky Thank as you. well. So. I don't know. So I don't think that's the last there. game of the year for them. Yeah, yeah. At I don't think State, I believe. Yeah, I don't think they'll get there. I don't think they'll get there. All right, what about Michigan? <laughs> they lose another one. I mean, they still have a shot to make the playoff. Believe it or not, they went out. They'll be oh, in yeah. most likely because yeah. it means that will be, uh, you know, a really good uh, Ohio State team at the end of the year. But do you, I mean, yeah. are you done with Michigan? They have any shot oh, here? Absolutely, I'm not done with them at all. I kind of think uh, Michigan State may have to lose twice, though, for them because they own the tiebreaker. Now, it could come down to a three-way tie between Michigan, Michigan State, and Ohio State. Mm-hmm. That, that's possible. And then I don't know what the tiebreaker is in the Big Ten. I don't know. So, anyway, yeah, they've got a, they've got a shot. They'll have to come through it. The other thing about Michigan State is uh, that was a great, great win. But how good is Michigan? We yeah. don't. You know, and I don't want to temper that Michigan State win. That was a great win for them. Yeah, but I I think it makes sense. I, I, I you know, both of these teams, Michigan and Michigan State, could have lost to Nebraska. Definitely. So, how good are either one of them? I think that's a really really good question. All right, the good good timing here. Joey Aguirre says, "How is Ohio State ranked ahead of Oregon when Oregon went into Ohio State and beat them?" I have no idea is the answer to that question. I got, but, I got the answer. Okay, go ahead with the answer. Well, first of all, that was the second game of the year. Yep. And Oregon lost to a three and five Stanford team. You can't do that. Not when you're Oregon. Mm-hmm. You just can't. So that's the answer. So I guess I agree with why they are, but do you agree with the logic that they should be? How about that? No. <laughs> <laughs> And as Magic says, why why do you not agree with that, Papa Dude? No, that's not the reason on this one. <laughs> you can't lose to a three and five Stanford team if 
you're a really good team. You just can't. Yeah, I know. Unless but... you're Alabama, they could get away with it. <laughs> yeah, that's just it. It is uh, a very good point. And I, and I tell you, uh, Joey, I, I, I have to totally agree with you on some of this too. Yeah. But we see it every year, and that's just the way it is. And... So here's how I'll sum it up, Joey, because we both agree. I hate when this happens. Yeah. But here's how we sum it up. One team is named Ohio State, and the other is named Oregon. Yep. And when it comes to college football, that's really all that ever matters. It is. It is. You know, that's it. And that's another reason these teams, these power teams, play these type of games early in the year. If they lose it and they come back, like I'm talking about Ohio State, come back and win the rest of them, it don't matter. Yep. I've seen Oklahoma do it. Yep. Two or three times. So it's college football is all about who you are, and it's never been anything different than that. You know, I, I have friends that, uh, back when Missouri was good once upon a time, th- these people, they didn't follow college football at all. And they would ask me, why is this happening? What is this? What's the deal with this? I said, you don't get it. You're Missouri. You don't yeah. matter. It's you right. don't. I mean, that's just, it, it, that's, that's it truth. You know, and that's is. not a knock on them or Missouri or anybody. It's just like, they don't care. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're Missouri. You'll have to go undefeated and win every game by 20 or nobody will ever even. Well, and the other the other crime of this thing is, too, if both Ohio State and Oregon end up 11 and 1, 12 and 1 after they win their. Right. Uh, Ohio State's going in. They're so close. Oh, if it's if it's down to those two teams, say the other three positions are locked in and yeah. the debate is Ohio State and Oregon. That's, Ohio State's going. Yeah. Ohio State is going. Question. Yeah. Now the, the the Pac-12 and their reputation has something to do with it too. It does, but I don't say it's right, but it does. The games, the games just don't matter like like people think they do. <laughs> it's all about who you are. It is, it and is. that's the worst thing about college football. No question about it. The other worst thing about college football is the Iowa Hawkeye offense. <laughs> they go to Wisconsin. They lose for the second straight week, twenty-seven to seven. Uh, okay, question for Wisconsin. Are they going to win their side of the Big Ten after that terrible start? Wouldn't that be something if they did? Don't you think they're almost a – I'm not going to call it a got to beat Minnesota. Don't you think they're the favorites, though? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. You know, lost in all of the Wisconsin thing was their defense is damn good. Yep. And you don't have to score a lot of points to win games with their defense. Yep. And they're they're playing a little better on defense or on offense now. They're on a roll. The pressure's off of them. Yeah, I think they got a legitimate shot. That's who I would pick, no doubt. Yeah, they're a thousand percent going to win it. I think Iowa. I think well, okay, really quickly, Iowa. If I said over under seven and a half total wins for Iowa right now, they're at six. I said seven and a half once the season ends, uh, and not counting the bowl. Are you going? Well, maybe. <laughs> no, they're in the bowl. Uh, over under seven and a half total wins. You're talking about Iowa? Yes. Northwestern. And they, there was another one. I Illinois. Yeah, I'm going to go over. I think they win eight. I think they win eight. They also have Nebraska. So um, I, they look helpless these last two games. (laughs) Uh, Iowa? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt. They, they weren't any good in the first six offensively. They really weren't. They yeah. got there so lucky to yeah. be there. So all those turnovers the other teams. Yeah, I mean it's I, they're just they just got really lucky and now they're not getting any luck. All right, one more thing before we go any farther. Yep. 
because we're talking about Nebraska. Uh, I don't know why, but on Facebook, on my Facebook page today, a press conference after the game with uh, Scott Frost uh -huh. was on there. So I thought, hell, I'll listen to this. I feel sorry for the guy. When you see him on press conference, he doesn't know. He he's just perplexed. He he, they cannot make plays to win the games, yeah. and they're not good enough, you know, to win like some of these teams do. They have to make good, you know. They have to close the games out and make plays, and they can't do it. And he's, yeah. I felt sorry for him. I really did. I don't feel sorry for him, but uh, I think I it's, kind of did. It's gonna be. <laughs> I don't. I don't have an answer for you on that one. I mean, it's, well, he's gonna be unemployed, I think, in about three weeks. Yeah, he is. And so then he can just go somewhere else and and yeah. and, and still make millions, probably. So I don't feel too bad for him. Uh, all right, let's move on. Auburn, huge win, thirty-one to twenty. Here, uh, Auburn beats Ole Miss. Uh, you know, we listened to a lot of this game. It was never really in doubt. Auburn kind of dominated. I thought. Mm. Uh, you know, I never really thought they were going to lose at any point. You know, both these teams are out of it as far as trying to make the SEC championship game or anything like that. How about this, though? They're both six and two. Do either one of them get to 10 wins this season? Auburn goes to Texas A&M this week. Mm -hmm. Huge game. Uh, they've still got Alabama. By the way, they could still beat Alabama. They could. In the SEC West. They and could. Knock, and knock them out. Ole Miss, I think, has got a better chance. Schedule's easier. Yeah, for schedule's Miss. easier. Yeah. So I'd have to go them if I was going to pick them. But I'm going to go no. Neither one of them does. I don't think so either. I think they both are going to fall right into their normal eight and four, nine and three type uh, season. Yeah. Notre Dame, 44-34, win over North Carolina. This one was back and forth. Uh, Notre Dame gets the job done, covers uh, for your lock of the week. 44 points. Uh, you know, obviously Notre Dame plays well offensively, but everybody's scoring on North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Okay, Notre Dame 7-1. You said it a couple weeks ago. You said their schedule's soft. They're just going to sneak, sneak, sneak into this thing. What do you think of their playoff chances? Not very good. A lot of things are going to have to go their way. Mm -hmm. and Because uh, they're not ranked very high. I think they're eight in the AP poll. Um, they were only three-and-a-half-point favorites against a four-and-three team. They're not looked at very fondly by Vegas or the uh, Riders. And I think that's going to hurt them. There's so many things that have to go wrong for them to get in. Yeah, you they know need what? a lot of help. They're getting that Cincinnati game held against them. Mm -hmm. And the same people that have Cincinnati picked or ranked number two are the people that are holding it against Notre Dame for losing to the number two team in the nation. That makes no sense either. So, so no, I don't I think say, they get in. I will say this. It, it's all about who you are. And they, when it comes to money oh, yeah. generating, they're one of the biggest, if not the biggest. If Alabama loses to Georgia, that's a team that's out. If Oklahoma loses a game, the that's Big true. 12 is out. All of a sudden, Notre Dame's right there. That's so true. I wouldn't count them out just yet if they went out. I think they still got a shot at this. They've got a shot. They've got a shot. But because when it comes, when, when, if, it, if it's like between them and Oregon, Notre Dame's going. Mark it down. So, okay. all right, let, let's move on. Kentucky, they lose. We talked about this game. This is that a difference-making game for teams like Kentucky trying to get to that next level. Uh, Mississippi State, 31. Kentucky, 17. Is Kentucky going to fall in back to that 8-4 and four type situation after this? I think their schedule's a little easier. Um, I think maybe 9-3. and three. 
they could still lose a game somewhere. Yeah. They have Tennessee left, I believe. I believe that's this week. They play Tennessee this week, but it's in Kentucky. They should win that game. The Louisville game is a rivalry game. Uh, I, I think nine and three for them. Yeah, I think that's logical. They're, you know, they they are what they are at this time. I mean, they're they're still they're better, but they're still not where they need to be. Uh, question came in: Do the uh, do the playoff rankings come out this week or next? This week, uh, it's either tonight or tomorrow night. I can't remember exactly. So, uh, but yeah, they will be coming out this week. Okay, Wake Forest. They beat Duke forty-five seventeen. What about Wake? If they can go undefeated, are they are they uh, have a shot at the playoffs or, or just no chance whatsoever? Would that not be hilarious if they went thirteen and zero? Because everyone is counting, not even including them. Yeah. What do you do then? You got a thirteen and zero ACC team. <laughs> what do you do? I mean, I would say no. They have no chance. I think a one loss Ohio State beats them. I do too. I do too. But it'd be unreal if a Power Five conference produced yes. an undefeated team and they didn't get in. That would be amazing. Now, I don't think Wake's going undefeated. I don't think they're that good. I mean, I watched them almost get beat to Syracuse. Who's not? The Syracuse isn't awful, but come on, they're not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but their schedule isn't much because they do play in the ACC. So, well, I got it right here in front of me. Okay, go on. They got four games left. Three of them on the road. Mm-hmm. That's tricky. Yeah. For a team that hadn't been in this position ever. Are they going to beat the Tar Heels this week? They're underdogs. <laughs> Wake Forest is an underdog. What what does Vegas see with North Carolina that I don't see? Although I wouldn't bet, I wouldn't pick Wake Forest. No, either. no. Uh, then they've got uh, North Carolina State at Wake, and North Carolina State's okay. They got to go to Clemson. That could be a game they don't win. Yep. And then finish the season at Boston College. And it, you know what? If they were 11 and 0 going up to Boston College, I could see them choking in that game. That's just know? it. The further they get along, yeah. the more it's going to, the pressure is going to mount. You know, they're not that good. So they're going to get beat somewhere. That's, that's maybe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But they're a great story. Yeah. Can oh, you tell me who the coach is? What's that? Can anybody on the chat, without looking it up, tell me who the coach of Wake Forest is? Okay. I'm not going to say it, so we'll see if anybody can do that. I didn't know it until I was writing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move oh, on. Here's the bonus question. Tell me who the coach of Baylor is. Okay. that's There's two, two questions out there for the people in the chat. Who is the coach of Wake Forest and who is the coach of Baylor? So we'll see if anybody can pull that out. All right. Oklahoma State beats Kansas 55-3. to uh, Thanks, they were 30 and a half point favorites in this game. And that was covered by about the second quarter. And that just shows you how bad OU played last week mm-hmm. that Kansas could, should have beat them. I will say, and this was no game whatsoever. The funniest game of the week was this, the Baylor bears 31, 24 win over Texas, Texas ahead at the half and blows it again. Baylor now seven and one. What do you think about the bears? Are they legit? Absolutely. I mean, you have to say they are. Mm-hmm. Seven and one, they beat Iowa State, which is a decent team. Uh, Texas is decent, and they beat BYU. So, have that's pretty good wins. And um, yeah, and they're doing it without Art Briles. <laughs> uh, but yes, I mean, aren't you scared to death of going down there and playing them? 
uh, yeah. Next week? Yeah, we'll see. I think they got what well, they got West Virginia this week, I think. No, uh, they got TCU. Oh, TCU and TCU just fired Patterson. So uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean they're gonna be eight and one. We'll be nine and oh, probably be college game day down there, it'll be a night game. Uh, yeah, cool. it'll be a tough game in two weeks. Yeah, I, I, I think they're legit. So Russ gets the Baylor coach. So good job yeah. there, and of the Baylor coach. <laughs> Magic says Art Riles, no magic. <laughs> you know, Sorry. every opening that comes open in Texas. Yeah. The rumors are Art Bryles will will get that job. Yeah, Texas Tech, TCU. Yeah, that'd be Art pretty Bryles. cool. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, for those of you who don't know, TCU stands for Texas Christian <laughs> University. That'd be cool to hire Art Bryles. Yeah, he'd make a lot of sense. Yeah. You know. Hey Art, how come you got fired in Baylor? Uh, let's don't talk about that. What about Bobby Petrino? <sighs> Hell of a coach. <laughs> Talking about him and Art Bryles, I mean, to me, what Bobby Petrino did is like not even close to what Bryles did. But what about Bobby Petrino? Is he a guy that gets another shot? Bobby's got a history of a little bit. He's he just does some really crazy stuff. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, he's kind of hard to deal with. I think. Yeah. Um. I don't know whether he does or not. I mean, he's got baggage that's probably worse than messing around with the volleyball coach. Yeah. You know? <laughs> he, I, I don't know. I, I, God, I tell you what, I'd look at him. Listen, cool. we are you. We live. Uh, I live about it. Well, we both live about an hour from Springfield, where where Missouri State is located. That football program is. I mean, for awful. years and years and years, nobody could win there, and he's yeah. doing well. So, yeah. believe us when we say that is a dead end. Nobody can win there. When he took that job, I said, "Well, this is it. If if he can't do it, nobody will ever be able to do it." Right, and there's no doubt he he can win. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know whether Russ is doesn't like Petrino or he does. I don't know on that. I would point. say. Being an Arkansas fan, well, I don't know. Most some Arkansas some Arkansas fans supported him and wanted to keep him. By the way, I would have been one of those. I don't care what he's doing; just win games. But uh, then others absolutely hate him. So <laughs> let's see what side he's on. You know, I don't ever hear his name mentioned anymore, though. Do no, you? Uh-uh. no. But he, in he Louisville, was... at Louisville, he the second time around, they pretty much ran him out of town. I yeah, I don't know what happened there. Dennis might know if he's still on there, but I don't know what happened. To me, well, that wasn't right? good. That yeah. wasn't good. So. <sighs> yeah, he sent us into a 10-year spiral. Yeah, with one motorcycle accident. You, you did go into a spiral. Is that all it takes down there to go into a 10-year spiral? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we should blame t- all 10 years on him. <laughs> well, maybe, you made, maybe you made a wrong hire somewhere along the way. Or two. Line, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. That's a good um, one. I like that one. Uh, Mark says, Art Bryles and Bobby Petrino in the 2022 Catholic Bowl ratings <laughs> would be through the roof. <laughs> oh, God. All right, let's let's quickly finish this up. We got about five minutes because Magic Mike Show gonna get going at uh, 1.30 Central Time. Uh, Miami gets the job done, <laughs> goes to Pittsburgh and wins 38 to 34. We're like, all right, Pittsburgh, they're they're coming on. They get beat by Miami after beating Clemson last week. That is a horrific yes. loss. 
horrible. This was the game of the week. What a hell of a game this was. Houston wins it 44 to 37. Uh, if you remember, or if you if you didn't watch this or you didn't see it, here's what happened. SMU ties the game at 37 on a long field goal with a, with a shaky kicker. It's 37-37. There's 30 seconds left. They kick off, and Houston takes the kickoff back for a touchdown to win the game 34-37. This was a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. SMU got way behind, came back. Uh, it, you know, this is both these teams are seven and one. Uh, what do you think? I mean, these two teams, I think, could beat 90% of the teams in the Big 12, don't you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, you put you put SMU, Houston, Cincinnati, all out of the same conference. That's pretty – that's three really damn good teams, all three ranked. Yeah. Uh, the problem with the American Conference, the rest of the conference isn't very good. So, by the way, uh, Russ says wouldn't have had to make a hire if he could keep it in his pants. <laughs> Russ, here's the problem. He got caught. Right. Probably 90% of the football coaches, his – well, he's he was pretty old. Yeah. There's a lot of football coaches that haven't been able to keep it in their pants that didn't get caught. His yeah. sin was he got caught. Yeah. By the way, that was a pretty good-looking girl for a 50-some-year-old guy <laughs> to get, I'll tell you. By the way, I still don't think he should have got fired for it. I don't get why they yeah, fired him in the first place. Well, they told him to stop it. They <laughs> caught him once before, is what I think. And they said, hey, quit doing that. He, I think he looked at him and goes, you want to win football games or you want me to just have affairs with people? What do you want? I think who the athletic director was at Arkansas at the time had a lot to do with it. I'll, I'll just put it like that. I think yeah. there was a power struggle between those two. Bobby was probably getting a little bit out of control. He was he was a celebrity there, uh, you know, and I think that probably had more to do with it than oh, they were probably looking for some reasons. I would yeah. say. Mark's Mark's bringing up a whole different ball game. <laughs> yeah, Russ just echoes what I said. There's a lot more to it than that. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure, sure there was. Yeah. And we'll just we'll leave it at that. Mark, I'm not I'm not going to touch that comment you made there. So, all right, let's let's wrap it up here. Fresno State beats San Diego State 30 to 20. So there's another unbeaten team that falls from the ranks. San Diego State no longer unbeaten. I think we all kind of thought that was coming. Maybe not if not in that game in the game in the future. San Diego State not great, but not not bad, but just not an undefeated type. Iowa State, man, they're awful. I'm sorry. They go to West Virginia and get beat 38 31. Couple of sketchy calls in this game, but if I'm an Iowa State fan, sure, I'd probably be pissed. But at the same time, why are we in a tight game with West Virginia? Um, Iowa State—they're officially done. And then BYU, sixty-six to forty-nine, they beat uh, Virginia. This was a wild game. I fell asleep on it, um, but yeah, BYU seven and two, and uh, yeah, BYU defense optional. Mark says this was nuts. Uh, yeah, I've never seen a team score 35 and a quarter against another, you know, team that it's kind of, I would say level or even close to level uh, playing field. Virginia scored 35 points in the second quarter on the road and lost this game. 66 to 49. (laughs) Look at the halftime score. 42 to 38. Yeah. Yeah. I kept, I was watching, uh, I can't remember. There was four games on. I wasn't watching this one, but I kept checking my phone. I'm like, God, is the app broke? Like, it just keeps adding points every time I look. 
<laughs> nope, they were scoring like that. You know, they've been playing pretty good defense. BYU had. Yeah. I mean, BYU shut down Arizona State. They shut down yeah. Utah. I mean, I don't know what the hell. I don't either. I don't either. Yeah. Wild game at BYU now 7-2. and two. You look at their schedule, they're probably going to go 10-2. and two. Really good yep, year. They are. Them. So. They are. All right. Well, we've kind of went a little bit long. I had a couple other things planned, but uh, we went a little long. That's all right. We got through the, the meat of what we needed to get through. Uh, any closing remarks, thoughts, rants before we sign off? <laughs> no, you don't have time today. So. <laughs> I got to talk about the officiating, not the officiating, but the stupid NFL rules, which one, two seconds. Okay, go ahead. I was watching the other day. Okay. And this is in the NFL. And this guy is fourth down. He's down around the two yard line. I can't even remember what game it was. Mm-hmm. Fumble the ball into the end zone. Okay. okay. He got hit and fumbled the ball into yeah. the end zone. A defense, uh, one of his offensive linemen fell on the ball. No touchdown because you can't do that on fourth down. Yeah. Why? I know that rule. I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Can you do it on third down? I, I, I just that's don't a, understand some of this stuff is all. I just don't. The NFL it. rule book every year gets like, wow, I didn't know that was a rule. You know, something yeah. happens during a game where it's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that or this. Uh, yeah. So Man. I think that's that's come up one other time. I can remember that a few years ago. I can't, gosh, I can't remember the game, but that has happened before. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I was Man. looking through magic has like a bank of, random questions to ask that he ends the show with sometime you want to answer one of them i'm looking through these i've got a couple yeah don't give me a hard one uh let's do this because i don't know what is the one food item that you literally could not live without there's so many (laughs) (laughs) well i know one time i went on a diet and the thing i missed the most i love chips chips yeah now i'm a very boring chip eater like <laughs> potato chips i guess give me plain i don't need all those flavors doritos i don't really like doritos but i just eat them plain i don't like nacho cheese and all that shit so the one food you couldn't live without is plain lays potato chips oh god no i could eat that whole I seriously, I could eat a whole bag of them, no matter what the size of the bag. I, there's nothing better to me than to pull that first chip out of the bag after when it's just first open, you know, brand new bag, that first yeah. chip. Great. I remember when I was on that diet, I looked it up and I could eat 12 potato chips. So I would get all 12 of, I get 12 of the biggest chips. And cut them into fours, and make it like I ate forty-eight. <laughs> That's how I got by. Okay, regular food. Um, uh, I think my favorite food is barbecue, probably. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, yeah, I'd hate to think I'd have to go without. I don't know though. A good steak's pretty good too. Ooh, fried chicken at uh, this place down in Arkansas. I'd hate to go without that too. Give me KFC though. I like KFC. Uh, Russ says chicken. I uh, uh, what a chick? What's that called? The place you go to? Eat the AQ chicken? chicken house. AQ Chicken House. Yes. there, Russ? 
Yeah, Russ may have been there before. I think he lived in Arkansas, Russ. Yeah, AQ Chicken House. Very good. Mark mm-hmm. says, bacon. Uh, Lay's potato chips would not be my choice for this. <laughs> Who said that? You? No, you. But I, my I, choice. I, I'm telling you, I love chips. I just, I, I like them. I just don't think the first thing would come to my mind was one food I can't live without. That's the first thing. Lay's plain potato chips. Uh, oh, Russ lives in South Arkansas. Oh, oh, South right. Russ, have, like, you ever been, uh, have you ever I been like, to Feltner's Waterburger in Russellville? That's one of my favorite places. That's yeah, good. Um, let's you see. like hamburgers really well. Who me? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. My 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 choice would be pizza. By the way, really? Yes. Yeah, I, I like pizza, but could not live without it. I don't think. Okay. But yeah, I did not know that. <laughs> What's that? I did not know that. Yeah, I think it, it like right now, I feel like we got a place called Woody's Pizza here in Joppa. I know you know it, but for the people, I, like I, I I'm kind of like, I think I'll get some Woody's Pizza before these Breeders' Cup draws, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. oh, man, three hours away. All right. Well, Russ, I don't he, know any other good places. He is way south. Pizza. There was a pizza place in Hot Springs called Hogs Pizza. That was a good That's time. Good. It's not there anymore. Now they closed it. Man, mm. that was a good time. Really good pizza, and he went there at night. It was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Remember the other pizza place in Hot Springs? Uh, gosh, right across the street, pizza seller. What's it called? Uh, I don't know. I like the donut shop there. Uh, oh, so, uh, what's that? Size. Oh, that's gone. I know, but I loved it. Yeah, Rockies across the street is good. Sam's Pizza Cellar, is that what it's called in Hot Springs? I don't. Oh, yes. Grateful Head in Hot Springs, Russ. Uh, I went there with Evil Stevel and Kelby. That would have been before COVID. That was really good. Really, really good. They got a lot of unique stuff on there, too. Rockies. Yep. Well, we got it going now, don't we? I know. Well, everybody knows the local places in Hot Springs, except for this, this guy right here. Because he's, he's too good to go to Hot Springs. He's a he's a California guy. He won't come to Hot Springs. So. Yeah, you got to have one thing wrong with him. I'm, come on. Yeah, that's right. Only he only has one thing, and that <laughs> so he won't come to Hot Springs. He needs to come to Hot Springs, though. Magic, you really do. Yeah, uh, just for the hell of it. Uh, Magic, we had maybe fifteen people coming for the Arkansas Derby the year COVID happened. So and now since that. that's happened, it's just. Well, last year they barely opened it. It was like last couple of weeks of the meet. Yeah. So, you anyway, would really enjoy it, Magic. I think you would. I, I think, yeah, next year. We'll see, Magic. We'll see. We'll see what happens. He got a little baby now. He ain't got time for that. Stuff. I know. He ain't got time for that shit. He don't want to go to Rockies. He don't want to go to uh, Grateful Head. He don't want to go to those places. Come on. No, he'd have to be changing diapers. That's right. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think. What's the place? Shit, I can't remember it now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, that was... uh, Look at that. That last one there, Aaron. That'll bring back memories for you. Oh, the 2007 Rebel and Arkansas Derby. Well, Mark, if if I didn't go to the 2007 Arkansas Derby, I can guarantee you you would never even know who I was. Because that started the whole website. And that's Um, a whole show we need to do. What, recapping the Arkansas Derby of 2007? How that all came about. Yeah, that would be a fun show. People might actually like that. Um, 
I would we, love. We titled to, it "How Racing Dudes Came About." I've been wanting to do this for years, and you just throw it off to the side. Well, if you guys comment if you want to hear it. Not today, but on a, on, no, a, on a today. show. Long story short, Curlin started it. Uh, Rachel Alexandra was the next year. That was a big uh, influencer, and Zenyatta. And, and, oh yeah. And so so three years in a row there, and uh, I think. You know, maybe a year or two later, we started the site. So, but yeah, that was my first ever day at the track, Arkansas Derby 2007. Yeah. I don't I remember there. much about 2007, but I remember that like it was yesterday. Oh yeah. I remember him turning, turning that corner and I knew nothing about racing or anything. And I, I was having a great time. Don't get me wrong, but I wasn't like. Well, there's so much more to the story. Uh, yeah. Than what you're saying. Oh, for sure. I'm summarizing and, that. And but if been, I don't want to give away anything if you really wanted to do this because yeah, he one little thing, you race fans. <laughs> Aaron had never been to the track. Yep. And I hadn't been too much, but anyway, I was into it. And <laughs> when the when the lead ponies come in, he thought those were the racehorses. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, these these horses are huge. It's <laughs> like, well, that's not that's not. Oh, uh, anyway, first one came in, it's like that's kind of fat, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that was cool though. <laughs> yeah, Smarty Jones 04. Uh, I remember watching his Triple Crown run, and I knew that he was from Arkansas, but I, I, you know, I I just couldn't. You know, I didn't have that kind of interest in it, but I remember yeah. watching him get beaten in the, in the Belmont for sure. And, well, we uh, both have racing store. How I got involved and how you got involved, it yeah. would be really interesting. And probably a lot of people could share in our stories. Yeah, there you go. Papa Dude, that's the best thing I've heard all day. Yeah, I, I you know, uh, I didn't want to open the show with it. This happened. The news broke right when we kind of came on. But Miguel Mina, uh, jockey who rides at Churchill, Fairgrounds, uh, kind of the Kentucky slash new orleans circuit passed away he actually got struck by a car as a pedestrian Ooh. on the interstate i have no idea any where was details this past that so where was uh, this at Aaron? what's that what where was this at this was in louisville in louisville yeah, yeah just a terrible situation uh we're trying to gather news on how, what uh, you know not that it really matters but no. yeah i passed away so that is just awful awful news in the horse racing world mm -hmm. uh yeah just hated it uh dennis you probably knew him because working at the track there i i had never met him obviously i've seen him ride a million times and, but uh sorry to everybody uh that you know knew him or or, or was a fan of his just an awful awful thing awful. Yeah, so uh, hopefully better news to come uh during this day that's that's a real somber note but uh yes. yeah uh not to just transition but it's funny <laughs> you brought this up mark this was Jared Welch's first day at yeah. the track was when Win Willie. Yeah, won sure. yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, old fashioned. As you, he didn't really want to go. You kind of made him or something like that. He had interest in going because it was a big group of guys. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was like a big kind of a party type thing. I think that may have been during St. Patrick's Day. I think we went to the parade downtown which is a big deal in hot springs you're probably thinking, what stupid but it, it hot springs is a big deal and uh yeah old-fashioned i'd hype that horse up to him i was like this horse might win the kentucky derby and then win willie wins so uh yeah I, everybody thought <laughs> old-fashioned was home free that day mm -hmm. and then boom here comes win willie 
Mac Robertson at 56 to one. And then a couple of years later, when Willie beat a Bob Baffert train misremembered in the Oakland handicap and was a big upset too. So he just, he loved that track. Great track. Yep. Great, so great time. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, Dennis. I that's I terrible. That's I, I feel you, buddy. I, I, I'm I'm sorry you're having to go through it. I'm sure everybody there at the Churchill Downs uh community, whether it be employees or fans that go to that track all the time or, or whatever, are just well stunned even more than us. So, yeah, and the racing community is very close knit, like yep. a lot of sport communities are. Yep, and everybody knows everybody. In, in some way, you know, so that's, yeah. that's terrible news. Yep. Well, guys, uh, we got magic Mike coming up in about five or 10 minutes. So we're going to sign off here today. Uh, another great show. I thought uh, if you're listening to us on podcast version, sorry that we, we had to change it and maybe you missed the live show at, at night. But if you're listening to us live right now, like I said, magic Mike show coming up here very quickly. And then around seven Eastern six central four Pacific, we're going to have a Breeders' Cup uh, reaction uh, from the draws. So the draws will happen at 4.30 Central Time. And at about 6, 6.30, we will be uh, on the air uh, with our live reactions to all 14 Breeders' Cup race draws. And then we're going to get our ass to work after that and work on this guide for you guys and have it out hopefully uh, by about Wednesday afternoon-ish, uh, evening-ish. Maybe we'll see how it goes. So, guys, thanks a whole lot for tuning in this week. Uh, we'll be right back here on Thursday. Uh, until then, good luck if you're playing any horses or uh, the Monday Night Football game.